Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is Jeff Fedoten with Believe in Chiefs on the Believe Network, Kansas City's number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in KC and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On this week's show, former Kansas City Chiefs offensive lineman Joe Valerio and I make some predictions about the 2023 NFL season, including whether the Chiefs make it back to the Super Bowl. But first, Joe, how cool was it to have Eric Stone Street on our previous Believe in Chiefs pod. Uh, it, Jeff, it was awesome having him on. He is such a Chiefs fan, and then you and then you just couple in the fact that he's just an unbelievable Chiefs fan. You couple in the fact he's an Emmy Award-winning actor with so many projects going on who gives back to Kansas City, to the community, and, and has made it his home. And so refreshing, right, to have somebody like that want to join us. And what a great, what a great time catching up with him. And, look, you can't help to – but be astounded by his love of offensive linemen, right? I mean, he just, uh, he loves O-linemen and, and he, he talked about, you know, how he decorated his suite at Arrowhead with, with linemen themed pictures. And it just, he just, he checks. He just, cool thing, including one of you. Which yeah. Is such a yeah. Great yeah. That was a, that was a great, uh, you know, kind of connection story and how I got to know Eric and um, yeah, he's just a class act with, you know, I just wish him all the success in the world. He just has really, he's just really kept his roots strong, you know, to the Missouri, Kansas, Kansas city area. And uh, you just got to love that. You know, you got to love that about somebody like that. Who's hit that kind of uh, you know, the top of their top of their game and and achieve that kind of fame. I was trying to remain stoic because modern family is really one of my all time favorite shows along with Seinfeld. Maybe the, the nineties era Simpsons, even wings was a little bit more of a, uh, niche show but yeah i mean that was such a thrill i could have spent the whole pod i, I we we're trying to keep it chief's centric i could have asked him about hey what what happened in this episode and what this and so really yeah. my favorite part might have been his um learning about that george brett episode his impression was hilarious and just how that, yeah that came together that really cracked yeah here hearing that kind of back you know story on on a plot line right and how they got george to do it and how he ended up there i mean I'm sure we could probably have him on a hundred podcasts and not, and not finish all the stories he could tell us about that. And that was that modern families must see TV for our family. I mean, that was a incredible family show. Um, we, we watched it as a family. My kids loved it. My wife loves it. We all loved it. Absolutely. Uh, you know, one of, if not our favorite, but you know, if not one of our favorite, our favorite story, uh, you know, uh, sitcom that, that we've kind of watched as a family through the years. So yeah, amazing, amazing, amazing having him on. Um, you talked about, it was a cool story how his, in his suite in Arrowhead, he has the, the, the photo of offensive alignment and the photo of you catching that touchdown where he's in the, in, in the stands. Um, how, 
it was for I know it was for that Titans game. It was the Chiefs alumni uh, game. Joe, did you were you kind of bouncing around from area to area there, or did you watch like half the game in the suite? How did that go? We watched we watched pretty much half the game with them. Mm-hmm. We 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 went up right right around when kickoff right after kickoff uh, uh-huh. right after the after the national anthem, and then we basically stayed through um through the end of halftime and a little bit into the third quarter so yeah it was pretty much pretty much a solid half because we had friends you know we did have other friends in town and mm-hmm. we had uh, folks that we had traveled with from philadelphia so uh we had some justin watson you know pen connection folks we had to get yeah. catch up with so yeah we had a had a lot of folks to to uh to see but we did we did pretty much watch jen and i watched about half more a little more than half the game in in his suite um, with, uh, with his, uh, fiance, Lindsay, and then Eric Fisher was in there, uh, watching oh, the game. Cool. So I got to meet him, which was really cool. I got to meet some of, uh, you know, Eric's friends. He gave me further stories about, you know, growing up in the area and, uh, just, yeah, just, it was, it was really, it was, it was almost surreal really spending that time with him. It really was. Does he get to, could you tell if, and I, I know it depends on, you know, probably whether he's shooting a movie or a show or something. Does he go to just about every chief's home game? I think he does. I, I you know, it, I got the impression that he does. I mean, I think it would take a pretty, you know, sort of scheduling snafu for him to miss a game. I mean, he mm-hmm. seems like he just catches everyone road, road. He catches a lot of road games and, you know, he's uh, yeah, he's a true diehard. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't imagine he misses many home games and it'd have to be a very extreme circumstance for him to miss one for sure. She stands out there. If you didn't catch the last episode, podcast with was with eric stone street he was so much fun to to have on the show so if you didn't check it out i encourage you to uh go listen um and joe speaking of tv uh he called you joey transitions but i think maybe i'm gonna do the transition this time there you go hopefully hopefully to the the level that you have done in the past but you know speaking of tv shows and tv stars joe uh wednesday netflix is the court, excuse me, Netflix's quarterback starring Patrick Mahomes along with Marcus Mariota and Kirk Cousins uh, will debut. Joe, you're going to be watching this show? Absolutely. I love all access documentary type stuff, Jeff. I don't know I, if you I, and I have ever. Oh, I, I know from F1. You've, uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, I drive, you're, you're drive to survive, hard knocks. I, I think I kind of knew the answer to this question. Yeah. <laughs> I still wanted to hear you spell it out. So I do. I love, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I love the all access stuff. And the fact that, you know, it's going to be great regardless of who they pick, but the fact that they pick Patrick and, and getting to see him, um, you know, go through uh, whatever his days are that they filmed and how it's going to be. I'm just really excited to see it. Cause I, I just, you know, I think he's just such a class act. He's entrenched himself in the community you know, Patrick's just one of those football players that, you know, you hope he retires from KC. I mean, he's he's built a real life there. Uh, I know it kind of went viral with his the overview of his house. I uh, mm-hmm. don't know if you saw that. Um, and, you know, there was I know there was some mixed feelings about that online. You know, people were like, oh, should we really be posting something like that? You know, mm-hmm. or it'd be kind of easy to really find out where he lives. And, you know, but um you know, I mean, look, technology, there's no way around it these days, you know, figuring out that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, yeah, just and so that kind of gave us a little taste of what this is going to be like, you know, plus the 
the uh, the Coors Light commercials. Uh, you know, he's really had a great off season. Um, he's just had an incredibly, you know, he's been ubiquitous, right? He's been all over the place. And uh, yeah, it's going to be really, really interesting to see a slice of his life. I'm, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, you mentioned that the house uh, should be interesting. That there is a lot of just the access should be really cool. There's a lot of stuff with apparently his family. I think that that house is being constructed. The one you mentioned that kind of went uh, viral. So we might see some of that or it might be his old house. I think he used to live in uh, Mission Hills. He understandably is moving to a place a little bit further removed that you can see how big it is. I mean, the guy like he can't live a normal life. He's got to obviously have something very private and very, um, you know, because everyone wants to, to, yeah. to talk to him. So that's going to be interesting. But Jeff, along with, along those lines though, you know, that was something I've said before on the pod that Joe Montana really appreciated was mm -hmm. the privacy that Kansas city fans, Kansas city Chiefs fans really give the players mm -hmm. as far as, Look, if Patrick Mahomes walking down the street going to a restaurant, people are going to gawk. He, wow. He's a so players have to get used to that, right? Just just from being seen, you know, especially a guy like Patrick Mahomes. But I'll tell you, you know, that's one thing that really Joe Montana used to really, really, uh, you know, sort of promote about living in the Kansas City area was just the fact that fans just treated him like a neighbor, wow. which was which is really cool. And and I'm sure it's probably the same for Patrick too. That that you know he's he's just got that you know fan base that's gonna let him live his life and you know give him a break and let him just be himself, which is really cool. And I I, I wouldn't imagine Kansas City is any different today in 2023 as it was in 1993 and 94 when Joe Montana was there. Yeah, I, it, it's a great area to to be a star and the, that you get that that you are special, but that you do get left alone. Um, I'm sure. Now I, I think it is a little bit different that that. You know, Montana had the two-year stint there. Mahomes has been here, or at least been yeah. a starter since 18, and it's been longer and, and stuff, whereas Montana was winding down. But, Joe, not I'm not trying, trying to take away from your point because that, that is a good one, that that's what makes uh, Kansas City unique, um, one of the things at least. Um, some other interesting things about the show too, Joe, not only seeing um, maybe some of his house and some insider access, very cool that Patrick Mahomes actually asked Andy Reid for permission, who, they, who gave him the green light, you know. Um, and also he joked about the fact that, uh, speaking of his family life, you know, Patrick Mahomes has a pretty good reputation. He's always saying and doing the right things. Um, there's going to be a lot more cursing, he said. He said he edited some of it out, but, you know, it's he the competition is sports. That's, so, uh, yeah, it might, be, uh, it might be a little less PG version of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. You know, when those players get get mic'd up, I mean, that was, I mean, here's a funny story. You know, I speaking of that, here's segue right back to transitions, right? Joey transitions. Joey transitions. So when I was playing in the World League um, in 1992, I was mic'd up in a game, um, and I wore a helmet cam actually because they wanted to see the uh, perspective of a, of a lineman, but also what they were really interested in was seeing the perspective of, an, of a long snapper. Mm -hmm. So I had, you know, I, and those games were on cable network at the time. So mm -hmm. the world league uh, was being covered by, um, I want to say it was like either the USA network. It's hard for me to even remember this that far wow. back. And since it was cable, they did allow the swearing and they didn't beep it out. And I remember like some of my family members being like, 
and who are you again? <laughs> you know, after that, because I was mic'd and I had a, cam a camera on, and it was like it was it was eye opening to some of my family who, you know, I'm not, you know, in normal circumstances. I mean, you know, I can I can go I can get blue with the rest of them, you know, with the best of them sometimes. <laughs> but like in most most cases, I really don't swear a whole lot. But for some reason, you get in the battle and in, into the battle in the heat of the competition, and and I can turn it on. And like there were people in my family who were like, "Wow, Joe, that was eye opening." So I, 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 I'm sure it will probably be for a lot of Patrick Mahomes fans too. That's hilarious. Was it the, uh, just that particular? game joe or is just you know competition and stuff just competition in general you know it comes out you get heated you know you you you, you want to crack a joke you want to say something to another player you know whether it's a teammate or an opponent and you just you just let it fly right it just gets a little more loose out there and you, you know you kind of do forget that you know i've totally forgot i was on camera and that i had i was mic'd up and i just just forgot and maybe if i would have done a better job of reminding myself <laughs> maybe i would have uh you know, maybe I would have uh, kind of tempered it a little bit, but I kind of forgot about it. And then all of a sudden, you know, you watch, go back and watch that tape and you're like, oh man, that, that's, oh, man. that's, I would that's, love, I would love if there was some record and that, that would be so fun to watch. Yeah. Um, good luck getting those VHS tapes <laughs> out of the, out of the archives from the 1992 world league season. So <laughs> those aren't just on the, it's not yeah. the, uh, trending on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But rest assured listeners out there, if you have, children or whatever who are listening, we keep this very clean. This is a yes. clean, toned-down version yes. of the scenario, not, not the World League version that you're listening to. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and then hopefully, you you know, you won't be hearing too much of the uh, the all-access quarterback version of, of Patrick <laughs> Mahomes either. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup info for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting in your favorite casino and card games, available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Uh, Joe, getting a little bit closer to training camp, you know, still a little bit quiet in the offseason. Uh, but I thought this was a good time to to kind of make some predictions. And uh, we'll also do this when we get closer to the regular season because a lot can change and still some guys unsigned, whether that's DeAndre Hopkins and Dalvin Cook or, you know, Ezekiel Elliott, a lot of pass rushers out there that I think the Chiefs could use. But, Joe, as of right now in, in July before training camp, who's your final four, your AFC and NFC championship teams? That's a great question. I mean, listen, Jeff, obviously, you know, it's, it's, you got to go with the chiefs number one out of the gate. I think they're going to be the number one seed. I, I really do. I think even though, you know, there's been some changes, 
coaching changes, different things like that. I, I still feel like coming out of the AFC, they're gonna they're gonna dominate the AFC. I see this team going 14 and three. Um, I see them, you know, kind of getting that number one seed, getting home field advantage. I really do. I mean, I, I could sit here and say, oh, it could be somebody else, and that would be that'd be easy to do. But I, I really do, and I'm not. I'm not just being a homer. I, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna take the AFC and be probably even like the number one seed overall in in the NFL. Um, I see this year from from an AFC perspective. I, I'm I'm feeling the Bills this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think they've done. I think Josh Allen's gonna come more into his own, and I think he's gonna have. I think he's going to have a real breakout season. I, I think he's going to have spent this off season really fine tuning his game and how he can use his skills to make the bills team better. I think, and I think the Bengals are going to be right there behind him. So I think it's going to be chiefs bills in the AFC championship. I think that, I think the Bengals are going to be right there behind. I think Joe Burrow's got it. I don't see anybody else really, to be honest, coming close to, to what those teams are going to be, are, are going to be able to do. Um, when you just look up and down the schedule, you look up and down the standings from last year. You see what and think about what teams have done this off season. I just have I have a feeling that they are going to be, you know, those are going to be the three powerhouse teams in in, in the AFC. Which and it's great because they all you know they all play each other, which is great. So so we've got that. Uh, flipping over to the other conference in the NFC. Look, I mean, I know I'm a little bit of a homer when it comes to Philadelphia because I'm I'm here and I grew up here. They were always my my favorite team growing up, but I still think the the Eagles are the class of the of the NFC. I think they had an incredible draft. I think they've done some things in the off season to really improve their standing, and and I think I think it's going to be the um, I think it's going to be the 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 uh, 49ers and the Eagles in in the NFC Championship. Rematch. I think it's going. Last I think year's, it's, uh, I think it's, I think it's going to be a rematch. I think the 49ers will be ready uh, for that one. Obviously, they had, you know, that was, was rough. That was a rough game for them with injury and and everything. I mean, playing with their, you know, eighth string quarterback at some point, mm-hmm. right? I think they were pulling people out of the stands or old, old gym <laughs> teachers and stuff coming out to play football, football <laughs> coaches. But I, I, you know, and I, and I, those are the those are the five real, you know, class teams. I, I think the Vikings are a little bit of a. They were a little bit of a paper tiger. Um, I know they finished. I think. Well, go ahead, Jeff. Oh no, I was just agreeing with you. I think so too. And without Dalvin Cook, um, I, I think they're. I mean, that's a big loss. I, I know yeah. Alexander Madison's good too, but I, I think I agree. I think they're going to take a, a step down. The and, and I and I don't see anybody beyond. I don't see anybody beyond the 49ers and the Eagles right now. I mean. You know, I just. I mean, the Cowboys. Ugh, every year, right? It's supposed to be their year, and you know, they just can't seem to get it done. And, you know, I don't think Cowboys fans can really bank on, you know, on them right now. And, uh, you know, I think the Eagles have done so much in the off season. So I, I would even go as far to say that I really do. And look, I know it's, you know, it's only July where we haven't even, you know, finished, you know, I think where they have one more OTAs or are they done all OTAs around the and, league. And I mean, all's, all's done till training, all's camp. done till training camp. I mean, so it's still early. But I st- I see an Eagles Chiefs rematch in the Super Bowl. I really do. Boy, would that be fun! How good a game that was, and that the, the Kelsey. Can you imagine? Donna Kelsey is going to be a bigger star than anyone. If they, if they oh play. my gosh, she's going to be the one on set hosting Saturday Night Live. Yeah, this time. right. <laughs> 
Uh, Joe, I so for my prediction, I'm also going Eagles 49ers because I, I I just think I look I thought about it a lot of different ways. Um, and and they're just the NFC is just not is there's there there are more good teams in the AFC than there yes. are in the, the NFC. So I I those teams the Eagles and 49ers seem a, uh, a step above everyone else. I agree the Cowboys talent wise are are kind of up there. I just don't they I just don't trust them. They they always right. seem to lose the big games. Um, and as far as who wins between the Eagles 49ers, that one is I, I'm kind of I know I'm um kind of there's a little bit of a cop out, but like the 49ers is really tough to evaluate how good they can be till you see Purdy's health and you know right. is does uh Trey Lance have to play some and so how does he he go just just for variety's sake they'll all go to the 49ers they'll have a full year of Christian McCaffrey um you know he was such a boon to them late in the season last year um and, and I think that you know they've got to be um you would think they've got to be healthier at the quarterback position despite all the question marks so I'll, just to be a little bit different than you I'll take um I'll take the 49ers but I might be reevaluating that one uh in in the AFC also going with the Chiefs I think they're the you know not not like not trying to uh to win over any listers it's more did I just think they're the the best the best team with the best quarterback and the best coach but Joe I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball who they might play um I I think the Bengals are still really good but I think the Bengals could take a mini step back um I think losing both their safeties, uh, Von Bell and Jesse Bates, who are really, really good, and part of the reason they, I think, matched up so well with, against the Chiefs, mm -hmm. uh, they can move those guys around. I think that's a big loss, and I think their division is really, really tough. Uh, similarly, I, I was so I was debating whether the Chiefs would play the Bills, who, like you, I think are going to have a really good year. I think they've made some nice. I think they had a nice draft. I think Don Kincaid's going to be really good for them. Um, I like what they did um damon harris i think could help in the running game maybe a little less pressure on josh allen they've had some un nice under the radar signings up uh, leonard floyd i really like even Cameron mm -hmm. dancer and in, in the secondary um but i'm going to go with the chiefs versus the ravens uh i know that sounds weird but i actually think the ravens if lamar jackson is healthy he's been banged up of late the contract he's got that worked out out mm -hmm. um I think they're a really dangerous team that's finally got they've finally got more weapons for them. They drafted Zay Flowers, they got Beckham, Bateman should be coming back. So that's suddenly a decent receiving core. Um, their defense, they were struggling so much without Lamar last year that kind of went under the radar that their defense finally came back um to kind of the Raven standards. Roquan Smith was great for them and is such a good player. I think he'll really be good. So you know, just so it's not all chalk, I, I think they're going to be a team that makes a step up, and I, I could see them, um, yeah, making it making it all the way to the AFC Championship game. I like it, Jeff. And you know what's the nice thing about this, right? What's that uh, that internet uh, phrase? Now we got the receipts. <laughs> yeah, right? right. So now right. we can go back and we can take a look and and laugh at ourselves for you know for the for the uh, for the predictions that we we make and 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 sort of how you do it. That's the one thing about you know used to be a little different with like live radio. If you had a talk show or something, right. People, not a lot of, not a lot of people out there recording on, you know, cassette tapes, you know, your, uh, you know, your recordings of, of a, of a show, but man, podcasts are so easy to go back and, Hey, let's go back and take a look at that July, 
uh, podcast that we did, we talked about it and that'll be fun, right. To think about it, Cause that's, that's what sports is all about, right? You just, you, you get to look at all this stuff all the time, right. And you have access to technology and statistics that we never had before. Um, you know, you got, you know, stuff that happens each day in the news and things that are, you know, happening, uh, with moves and trades and pickups. And it's just really fun. It's really fun to be able to do that. And that's what you, you got to love about sports. I mean, you got to love that it's, it's, Every day is a news day and, you know, everybody's got their, everybody gets entitled to their opinions of who they think is going to be. And I, I, and I don't, I, I don't disagree with you at all there, Jeff. I, th- I think the Ravens are really going to have, have a year. If, if Lamar stays healthy, you're right. They, they picked up some pieces to, to give him some, some, some weapons. And, and I think, I think it, you know, they could, they could come out of that, that division, you know, smelling like a rose, given that everybody else is going to like beat up, you know, beat each other up kind of the way we thought the the the, the uh, AFC West was going to be a while back totally yeah no it, I think it's a, a very realistic intriguing choice and one that I'll probably completely change when we do this again yeah we'll see yeah. If I have the, uh, what yeah. my convictions look like uh Joe so now we, we both have the, the Chiefs picked give me one reason the Chiefs will be back in the Super Bowl and ro- one reason they won't one reason they will be back. Um, one reason they will be back is Patrick Mahomes. I, I just I think he's got. I think he's just got it. The the reason they wouldn't make it back, Patrick Mahomes. I I, I think they've I, look, and I know they've got a great team around them. Don't get me wrong. They've done a lot of things to to put some puzzle pieces in play. To, to have, you know, a top tier NFL team. But at the end of the day, if he plays, they will win. If he stays healthy, they will win. If he doesn't, it's, it's tough. It's tough to put that, that unique of a piece into a puzzle and make it work. And, and, and I just don't think there's really any substitute for him right now. You know, their system is, is built around him. Um, I just, I just think he's, he's the key. He's the key. I, I you know, really his, basically his health, that whether he can stay injury free is really kind of the yeah. determining fact, which is so often for every position and everything in the NFL. It's yeah. Because then it comes down to injuries. Yeah. Um, but if he, if he, if he doesn't, you know, but if he, if he, somebody else gets hurt, their chances go down a lot less than they would have if he got hurt. Absolutely. So, which is unlike other teams. Totally, yeah. That that. Right, how about you? How about you, bud? The logical answer. So, the I say the one reason um, the Chiefs will is is I actually think the Chiefs might be better, should be better than they were last year. Like last year was, it was I mean they, they they use this as such a motivating uh, <clears throat> force that you know it, not that people thought it was going to be a rebuilding year. Anybody who thought that that was silly, but I I did think maybe they'd take. A step back. They were so young. They had so many mm-hmm. rookies. I mean, their their secondary was uh, the cornerbacks were almost all rookies except for uh, Legarius Sneed. So I think all those guys might be bad. Be- I mean, I think they should be better with a year under their their belt. Pacheco's yeah. back. I mean, I, so I think that this that's the reason I I think is I I I thought last you know Sky Moore, all these guys. Kadarius Tony was with not a rookie, but he was with the team half a year and still a very young player. So I, I think I look at those guys, I'm like, man, the Chiefs, I'm not, the Chiefs were, were 
uh, the best team last year. And and looking on paper, all these guys should be a little bit older, wiser, more mature, and uh, better. Um, wh- why? Why they? One reason why they won't. Joe, we've talked about this before, and I, you know, I, I now have it memorized that the last team to repeat as Super Bowl champions was the 2003 and then 2004 New England Patriots because it's really hard. I, I, I just think that's just the fact that when you whether the team is the best or not, you probably are are would make more money, or you definitely would make more money predicting them not to repeat. It's just it's it's so hard in the NFL and. Um, not only the injuries you mentioned, but I, I think the mentality. I think the Chiefs will be even more hunted, and you know that you 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 might get a little fat and happy. You're doing everyone's mm-hmm. doing these has these cool off season things. They're such little celebrities. I think just um, I think Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, those guys are so driven despite all they have going on. But you know, complacency is a is a big thing when there are so many good teams. If I'm not saying they're going to be like complacent and fat and happy, but maybe enough so to when the, the differentiations between these teams are so small. Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, and it is. And Eric Stone Street said it. Well, let's segue back to, to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he he's a big as, – as a diehard Chiefs fan as he is, you know, that was something that he said, right, that, that every team can win a game each yeah. week. Again, whether you're – Going into that game 0 and 14, or you're going into that game 14 and 0. If two of those teams are playing each other, guess what? The 0 and 14 team can win any week, any given week. So yeah, I mean that's that's the nice thing. I the one thing you, you touched on, Jeff, that really really hit with me and resonated was the fact that the rookies that they had last mm-hmm. year have a whole nother year because that was a heck of a rookie. That was a heck of a rookie class that made a lot of you know very valuable, um, you know, contributions to that team. And I think with one more year under their belt, that's why that's going to be, I think, the, one of the determining factors too, along with obviously my, my original answer of Patrick Mahomes is, is, is the one, the further year development of their younger players who were already making big contributions. So, and that's huge in this league, you know, you get that, you get that extra year under your belt, man. Whew. You know, it's pretty. It's pretty amazing. You know, the amount of develop that, development that happens. It's it's a little bit of a hockey stick, you know, effect, right? You have that flat, and then man, that it just when it takes off, it takes off. And I think this is a group that's that's definitely going to um, this team's going to benefit from that group's uh, further development this off season. It's a fun exercise, Joe, and we'll we'll definitely do this again when you know we'll have even a better idea as much as you can ever have an idea when the, in the national football league, but we'll have a better idea once, you know, there's going to be some before the season, there's going to be some major injuries. We know there's still going to be some yeah. major signings and things like that. Some events. So it'll be fun to kind of follow up to, to see how things look, um, you know, late August, early September. Well, if you enjoy this show presented by bat online, please subscribe. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google play luminary and tune in. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week. Go Chiefs! For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu.